This evening we are holding our To Have and to Hold event for married couples. And so uh, this evening, uh, my homily is going to focus on the sacrament of holy matrimony. The sacrament of holy matrimony is... um, so very important and important that we understand it these days in uh, all relevance today just a few hours ago uh, the german bishops uh, voted that they would begin blessing same-sex unions and so we see how important it is that we have the proper understanding of what marriage truly is our, our lord grieves he weeps at the unfaithfulness of so many of his followers, especially um, bishops. And so when we look at marriage in its beauty, we realize what it truly is. We see that those other sorts of unions don't compare with marriage. And so I wish to first look at marriage through the lens of a sacrament. We call marriage a sacrament. It's a sacrament insofar as it's one of the seven sacraments. That's clear enough. Uh, sacraments, if you know your old uh, Baltimore Catechism, outward sign instituted by Christ that gives grace. So there's, there's always this visible element to marriage or any sacraments. And then it's given to us by Christ. It was given us to by Christ. But then it instills, it causes an invisible grace. So the visible manifest the invisible. And married couples, I hope you can attest to that grace being there prevalent and available in your your own marriages and how important that is uh, in living out that great sacrament. Sacrament, though, marriage is also a sacrament insofar as it's a sign, a symbol. So sacrament doesn't just mean one of the seven literal sacraments, but as a sign an image of something else. And it's an image of Christ's love for his church. Christ's love for his church. In the same way that husband and wives give themselves totally to each other in marriage, we're supposed to see in that the way that God, that Jesus loves his church. Total, fruitful, forever, and faithful in that way. We see marriage as a sacrament insofar as it's a sign, it's an image of the Blessed Trinity. That when we see, again, married couples, we should see the Trinity in that union, in their relationships. You consider the Trinity, you have the Father and the Son eternally loving each other, the lover and the beloved, okay, the Father and the Son. And the love between them is so real, it's a whole other divine person, the Holy Spirit. Marriage is an image of that, so much so that the love between husband and wife oftentimes is so real that nine months later you have to give that love a name. That love becomes another person. And so in married life and marriages, it's a sacrament, so far it's a sign of the most holy trinity. When I was in seminary, we had a homiletics class, and in these homiletics classes, you would get 
um, you'd make practice homilies. And so you'd get different topics, and I forget what the topic was this time, but I gave my practice homily, and uh, the priest, who was a Dominican, at the end of this practice homily I gave, said, Nick, I'm glad you're not going to get married. (laughs) And he goes, I could just see you talking to your wife. Hi, baby. How are you? I like you. And I was so offended. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully I've improved in my uh, preaching from that time. But not that my, he was criticizing my preaching, but that I had always thought that I would be, if God called me to it, to be a good father and be a good husband. I had forgotten about that episode, maybe, because I was just so wounded and hurt, I just pushed it down into my subconscious. Until a few years ago, I was... Uh, in Hibbing, where I was um, the associate pastor there, and I was getting ready for Saturday Mass, having a cup of tea and working on my, my homily. And it was a knock at the door. And at the knock at the door was this priest of, uh, who taught my homilet class. He was in town for a wedding that was going on at our church. And I, I blanked on his name, but anyways, invited him in. And he actually told me that story, brought that up again, and how he still feels guilty about saying that to me. <laughs> and I had, I had totally forgot about it. Um, but the reality is I was not called to marriage. I was called to this vocation. Those of you who are married, to realize your marriage is a vocation. We, we don't often realize that. We think, okay, those who are religious, God called them to that. Those who are priests, God called them to that life. But the reality is, marriage is a vocation. You were called to this. Yeah, you might have think, yeah, I was just googly-eyed, and she was googly-eyed, and we chose to marry each other, and uh, yeah, that's the way it went down. Maybe that's what it looked like, but it was also a calling. You were called into that vocation with your spouse, whether you realize or not. The fact that you are in a valid marriage means that God called you to that vocation. And with any calling, the Lord always gives us what we need. He never calls us to something and then leaves us hanging. He always gives us the grace, the strength, the power to persevere and to thrive in this vocation. Be assured that God will not fail you in your needs God pledges you the lifelong support of his graces in this sacrament. Finally, Jesus' first miracle was at what sacrament? It was at the sacrament of holy matrimony. It was at a wedding. And I love to bring this up to realize that that was not an accident that Jesus performed his first miracle at a wedding. And then to also realize the details of this great miracle In the end, Jesus turns water, a lot of water, into a lot of wine. And not, I like to say, it wasn't Boone's Farm wine, but it was some great, rich, deep Italian wine, maybe. And so the best of wine. And they bring the wine to the head waiter to taste it. And he says, what does he say? Everyone serves the good wine first. And when people have drunk freely, then the poor wine. But you have kept the good wine 
until now. The best wine was saved till the end. And I think that's so important for us married couples to realize, no matter where your marriage has been, no matter where it is now, where that relationship, what do you think? The best is still yet to come. The best wine is still there waiting for you to partake of. And so realize that and just invite. We, I think we have plenty of spots. Um, if you're married and you didn't even sign up yet, please feel free to join us in the gym following a mass. It'll, it'll be a truly um, fun and good time. It's important that we realize that this vocation that we've been called to, um, God gives us the grace, but we have to be intentional about it. We have to live it out, just like our relationship with the Lord has to be intentional. You have to practice it. You have to work on it. You have to spend time with your spouse in this way. Your marriage is a sacrament. It's a sign of the Trinity. It's a sign of Christ's love for his church, and you have been called to it. And so trust in the graces that he gives you to not only persevere, but to thrive.